It's a bullshit podcast, lo-fi hours. This is the, <laughs> the midnight podcast. So I just want to say uh, that intro was cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You used some some Asian influence in there. And yeah. it's not America didn't invent anything, so I'm, I'm sorry. It's- <laughs> if you want an American track, it'll just be silence. <laughs> um you could say blues so but then there's a lot of there, there's a lot of uh african uh inspired music um in the blues with the the percussion and stuff so yeah we didn't uh, actually do anything new i was just i was reading an article this morning adele who i am a fan <laughs> of i like uh, uh lenovo as a, 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 a Lenovo instead of Adele. I like a Lenovo instead of Adele. Dude, yeah. you're getting Adele. Um, she was <laughs> oh, in God. Brazil or somewhere and, and did her hair up in those little, uh, I don't know what they're called. They're like the little, little Koala knots. knots. Yeah. yeah. And the internet, of course, freaked the fuck out. And it goes into this big thing about cultural appropriation. And then it turns into, you know, um, black women's hair and everything. And it was just like, Again, I, I I don't necessarily I don't want to say I don't believe in cultural appropriation. I think too many things are viewed as cultural appropriation that are not. I you know think about exchange students that go over and live with a family and they adopt the culture, right? They wear the clothing and the hairstyles and listen to the music because that's the immersion is part of the process. I think if you're doing it, cultural appropriation is like a lot of things. Like we were just talking about the, when somebody says something mean and hurtful and when people are offended, they go, it's just a joke, dude. It's about where it comes from. If you meant it as a joke and it was misperceived, okay. Oh yeah. Intent has fully left the fucking equation these days. No one, <laughs> Intent no one gives a fuck. They're like, yeah, yeah, well he meant it fine, but fuck him. Cause I don't have anything to be pissed off about today. <laughs> today. <laughs> I woke up today and it was kind of nice and everything was good. And I thought, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and I think cultural appropriation is the same way. I mean, these guys, you know, folks that are doing blackface or they're dressing up uh, like the old, God, what was that guy's name? Anyway, the, the, uh, like the back in the fifties and sixties, they'd play the Chinaman and they'd have the big buck teeth and. Yeah. But know, that's not appreciating Chinese. Like bingo. you're not appreciating it. You're bingo. making fun of it. You're like, making it's fun a different of it. thing. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's, that's why I don't know that. And there was a, there was a comment in, in the thread that was kind of interesting. She said something along the lines of people see that and then they think, Oh my God, Adele is so hip and cool. And she invented this new hairstyle and everything. Well, you can't get mad at Adele for that. You can't get mad at the person who appreciates the, the culture. Um, I, I was just reading that twerking is Africa is like an African dance or it's a bastardization of an African dance and doesn't have any of the sexual meaning that it does over here and all that. Um, and again, is that appropriation or is that just a lack of respect for the culture? I, I, I don't know. I just, I get upset when people just start screaming cultural appropriation I guess I just get irritated with social justice warriors in general, right? Because I mean, you 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 get upset when people get upset. That's 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 where you're going with that one. No, I get upset when people get angry over stupid shit and want everyone else to get angry about it. I don't care if you're upset. That's okay. Be upset. 
that's your business, right? That's but, that's where I'm at. Um, you know, it's when you're trying culture. to convince everybody else to be fucking mad too. With cultural appropriation, I think as long as you're not, you know, I I kind of go with the a general rule as long as I'm not making fun of them. Number one, and number two, as long as I'm not, you know, taking something that they did and more or less plagiarizing it and acting like, oh, this is totally my own shit, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Like, look what I came up with. And you're like, they didn't dig. I haven't seen anybody do, like, I've never seen anyone, like, wear anything that they claim to have invented anyway. Like, (laughs) this is a kimoni, and I just invented it. I just made it. No one's ever fucking done this before. (laughs) Now, I think, I think our (laughs) lives have just hit a point. If somebody was going to do that with a kimono, they'd probably call it a fucking tactical dress or something. <laughs> you know, kind of like those uh, tactical motherfuckers. Gown. Yeah, kind of like the motherfuckers that were selling the eyeglasses and the face shields that were polarized and they were acting like this was a totally new thing. And, <laughs> you know, you can when you go into the sun, you can't see this until you hold up that. Oh my yeah. God, there's a truck. You totally wouldn't have seen that. You died. Here, here, <laughs> here, here, here's our flashlight. It's the baddest flashlight of the r- land. Nobody's ever done anything like this. We froze it on a block of ice. You know, it, <laughs> you know, because that happens that, a lot. <laughs> surefire. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, occasionally when I'm fucking hiking through Antarctica and I slide through a cla- crack into a pool of water and form a large ice cube with myself and my flashlight, I'm usually worried about first thing. Oh, can I see? Yeah. You want to know that your flashlight's going to work in a situation like that. I think we've all found ourselves in that position. Am I right? Oh yes. <laughs> have you ever have you ever been at a in an Antarctic uh, hike and you want your flashlight to work, huh? <laughs> For three easy payments of thirty nine ninety nine, you too can have HD sunglasses. Yeah, HD. That was my favorite. What do you I mean started. HD? It's real yeah. life. It's yeah. real life. <laughs> but that and you know and that goes back. Blue Blockers was doing this shit back in the eighties, right? And and now yeah, HD. HD sunglasses. That's yeah. That yeah. was one of my favorites. Actually. It's real life. It's already <laughs> HD. It's analog, bro. Like, what are you talking about? It's HD? analog. <laughs> I'm so retro. I live my real life in analog. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, people just. I think we live in a world now where I was talking to somebody about um, like anxiety and, and panic attacks and anger and stuff like that. And these are things that I deal with all the time. I've I've had issues with right and. One of the things I've kind of narrowed it down to is that, you know, the human brain, we still have that little like kidney bean sized chunk that hasn't changed much over like a fucking hundred thousand years or whatever. And it, it still sees threats to things that it's not a saber toothed tiger, right? <laughs> it's not, it's not another tribe coming to wipe out my family. Um, but when somebody jeopardizes your, your, your job at work, right. They do something to make your life harder or to make your job harder. And you think, man, this motherfucker, you know, he's making my, my job harder and that makes it harder for me to provide for my family, etc. And it triggers these things and you, and you, and you deal with anger and everything. I think that 
I think that's why people just, they need something to be angry about because they're angry at things that they can't do anything about because that's just kind of the society we live in now. And so they find things, they look for little things, you know, like, like road rage, you know, um, had someone cut me off the other day, fucking made me mad. Why did it make me mad? Well, was it, was it the disrespect? Was it because they were being rude? No, it's because they almost hit my vehicle (laughs) and I like my vehicle and I don't want to have to, you know, pull over, exchange information, uh, you know, get my shit fixed, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, traffic's weird because you're driving this very expensive thing around that other people can just like run into whenever they <laughs> just want. Fuck up. Yeah. Right? And it's amazing it doesn't happen more often. That's kind of the the funny every time I'm driving and, and you'll get on like the highway, it's four lanes and everyone's fucking like they're on the Autobahn, man. They're just flying. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> and you look around and you go, huh. Those little yellow dash lines keep people from crashing into each. I mean, you you just feel yeah. like it should be a much bigger clusterfuck than it is. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, I've had that thought several times where it's like the only thing protecting me from them is an idea. Yeah, like because we both right. agree that this line we shouldn't drive <laughs> over it. Right, because I used to have the thought all the time when I was driving. Uh, you know, it was like I was driving one day. And I sneezed. And when I sneezed, <laughs> I weaved a little bit. Right. And I, and I thought, you know, in this uh, road that I drove down a lot while I was at work, um, there was a dump truck company. You know, they went mm-hmm. and picked up gravel, dirt, all kinds of shit like that. And I thought, all that has to happen in order for me to die is that dump truck driver has a little hay fever or mm-hmm. gets a whiff of dust or smoke or mm-hmm. something that irritates his sinuses, one achoo and I'm fucking dead. Mm-hmm. And it, and it happens. I mean, honestly, that kind of shit does happen, you know? Yeah. I've um, had people that I know sneeze and get in a pretty bad wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I have not, I don't know anyone personally, but. He's like, yeah, I sneezed, and then I was in the ditch. <laughs> <laughs> you know when that freaks me out is on the bike, you know? I'm on yeah. A oh, yeah. Fucking Harley running, you know, 55 down an old uh, uh, country road with, yeah, like the culverts on both sides. And I'm like, and it's like I have a little sneezing attack. The fuck am I supposed to do? But I, and again, it's one of those things that you think about. It's like it, it, you, you again. It just seems like it should all be this giant clusterfuck. But it goes to show that when humanity has a common goal, we can get shit done. No, it's selfishness. Because if you cross the line, you get fucked up too. Eh, maybe, maybe not. I mean, people do it all the time, right? You see those assholes that go weaving in and out of traffic and just cut people off and flip you off and don't fucking care. Those yeah, people I, should all burn I do in think, hell. But. I do think most people who stay like they follow traffic rules is because they don't want their shit fucked up. And I think that's the only reason that it works. Think so? Yeah, you might be onto something. I'll have to, I'll have to chew on that a little bit because when you say that, I don't immediately want to argue with you. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, hey, you might be onto something. So it's self-preservation. But, but again, I mean, I guess there is some truth to that in society too, right? We... We 
stay within the bounds of things in order to keep ourselves from fucking up and yeah and the easiest way to get someone to do something is to put something in it for them like hey you uh, won't die if you don't right. cross this no you're absolutely right and they're you like know, all right fine i've read fuck a bunch that of, guy but i'm not gonna cross the line <laughs> but i'm not I don't right, want my but, car fucked up i don't want my fenders fucked up read a ton of books on like uh back when i was in sales and shit i read a bunch of books on sales and dealing with people because i'm not the best at dealing with people and uh so one of the things they that you do is everybody everybody likes to talk about themselves a little bit right so in sales and you'll notice this like when you go to buy a car or a, a large purchase typically right you watch these salesmen and a lot of them will do this little thing where they'll start uh oh what are you into man oh oh i see you're wearing a harley shirt hey man yeah you like motorcycles it seems like innocuous conversation but it's it's getting you to talk about yourself. And you talk about yourself, you start feeling confident, and then they're like, here's your interest rate. <laughs> you know. And it's a it's a known tactic. I mean, you can you can look it up. I don't like car salesmen. Nobody likes car salesmen. And when I was younger, me and my buddy used to drive around town to the car lots. <laughs> and we would go out to the very end of the lot and get out of the car and start looking at cars. And wait for the car salesman to get like halfway down the lot to us and just get in the car and leave. <laughs> what a prick. <laughs> and we would spend a whole afternoon doing that. <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm going to say it, Adam. I've never been more proud of you than this particular moment. <laughs> you make your two gay dads proud. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> That's awful. That's hilarious, but. It was really funny. When we went, um, my ex and I went to buy cars back in 05 and uh, we were buying two new cars, Hyundais. And this guy was just doing all the used car salesman bullshit, you know. And uh, at one point we started calling around to other dealers. He went in to do something and we had the numbers, phone numbers. This was kind of before, you know, cell phones had all the data on them and everything so we had written down a bunch of numbers for so you for, pulled the antenna out on the phone yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> it was a motorola v220 i don't know why i remember that fucking phone so much little flip did, phone was it a flip phone yeah oh, i was yeah, about to say so dude man sees you like physically flip the phone open yeah, extend the little antenna and go, <laughs> yo dog i hear you got cars uh-huh and that's what we did and this dude was furious he's like you called other places while while uh you were on my lot and i just fucking snapped on this dude i said but i'm not here to make friends i'm here to get the best deal on a car that i can i just started chewing this guy and i remember my uh my ex-wife just was turning 13 shades of red. She'd never seen me act like this before. But it was just this idea that, um, again, you're going to use these tactics on me that are known in the sales world, right? And then you're going to get mad because I'm looking for the best deal. I mean, I'm polite. I'm I'm cordial and everything, And if right? you asked him, he would claim that he was trying to give you the best deal. Oh, of course he would, you know, but he didn't have... Don't call anyone else because I promise you this is the best deal. It's like, no, motherfucker, like this is, it's the free market. Right, exactly. If you, you know, let's let's do some competition here. You know, he didn't have the color of the car I wanted. He didn't have the features in the car that my ex-wife wanted. And, you know, at one point he's like, oh, we can cut a sunroof into that. I'm like, I've never known a single person. I've never known a single person that has had a sunroof cut into a car 
that it didn't leak within a year. <laughs> Not a single I didn't even person. know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it used to be a big thing back in the 80s. They could just dude, add it, when, take a sawzall yeah, to it, and be like, much. there you go. Yeah, when cut it out. sunroofs were in, huge, that's, that's what they were doing. You mm-hmm. would... Uh, Oh my God. They would have a template that was included with the thing mm-hmm. and uh, you would lay it on top of the car, draw it out, and then you'd take a drill, start you a couple of holes and then get get out a jigsaw and just literally cut out that top, <clears throat> lay in the frame and seal it off. But the seals always failed. Yeah. Always. Yeah. I never knew one person that had it done that didn't. I've probably known literally like a dozen and within a year, all of them were having leaking issues. So it was just, I told the dude, I was like, no, that's, and you know, segue or, or kind of side quest here. It's funny that Adam had never heard that before. It just shows how certain things like to Doug and I, that's just commonplace. Right. Um, and this is the fun part of having the, the millennials and the Gen Xers is that there's enough time in between that things like that. Um, Cause there's a lot of things we bust Adam's balls about. And we'll be like, oh, what do you know about fucking VHS? And he's like, it, it's still a thing, even though I didn't grow up with it, dude. I mean, like, it still exists. They still like, exist. I still know about it, right? <laughs> Same with music and movies. Well, we bust each other's balls all the time about that stuff. But there are things just like that where Doug and I will be discussing something. Adam's like, what the fuck are you talking about, you old bastards? <laughs> and that's it's kind of funny. That sunroof? That's what the fuck? Right? Why the sun- fuck would you do that? Everything comes with a sunroof now, right? <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, it's the, the, and we, we went to the other place and they, they took care of us. They got us the vehicles we wanted and had that little fucker for what, 15 years. But um, yeah, it's just this, this idea that um, now though, and that it's interesting because having a cell phone changed the game a little bit, right? Oh because yeah. As opposed to like walking in and saying, Hey, can I use your phone real quick? <laughs> boop, boop, boop. Hello competitor, which would be a total dick move. And kind of funny, but even just having a cell phone and being able to look at this dude, he walks away and we're like, mm, flip open the phone and call. And then, you know, and now the internet, you don't even have to call. I mean, fuck, right. That's you so... already know like <laughs> what the best deal is before you right. even pull up on the lot now. So, and that's why it's changed. I was reading a really great article um, just before I bought the Jeep about, uh, cause I think Doug was Doug had just bought the Mazda. It was real, real. I think you had just bought the Mazda, and I was reading up on an article, and it talked about how the internet has absolutely changed the car buying game because it used to be if you wanted to compare prices, you had to drive around, right? You yeah. had to drive around to these car lots and see what these guys would do, and that was fucking exhausting, you know? Yeah, and I got a settled. buddy. Go ahead. I got a buddy that sells used cars now, which is funny because like I used to shit on all the car salesmen in town. Um, but literally he said, it's actually pretty easy because like if someone shows up, they're already ready to buy a car. So he doesn't have to do much selling. Sure. Yeah. They show up, he does the paperwork, he gets the commission and then he goes home. Yeah. It's, it's a lot like almost like realtors. Um, it's really about the process more than it is the, the sales part of it. You're just just there financing and stuff like that is the only thing that he really tries to sell them on. Right. Right. They're already there to buy a car. Right. And being able now, I mean, um, TMI, I was sitting on the toilet when I found my Jeep. So, you know, like most people, I flip through my phone while I'm taking a shit in the morning, right? And uh, I got an email because I had some things set up to email me when, you know, dealerships got certain things in. 
And he's like, oh, we got eight Jeeps that match your thing. And they were all over. And there was this one. And I was like, oh, wow, look at that. That's pretty cool. And then I got to looking at it. I was like, that's a pretty goddamn good price too. And yada, yada. And the rest is history. But um, I mean, it found me. <laughs> you know, at that point, the goddamn car found me. The algorithm. It, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So there's this, there's been this big shift in uh, how we buy things, right? I mean, even uh, Amazon, fuck. I People tease me about how much I shop on Amazon, but I was trying to explain to somebody, I can't remember the last time I stepped into a Target and or a Walmart or a fucking you know, hardware store. If I need something, I go, oh shit, I needed that thing. Flip, flip, click, click, buy, put phone down, go do thing. Two, three days later, thing is at my house. Have you ever bought anything from Amazon? And then whoever sold it to you will start mailing you stuff, like asking you to buy more stuff from them. Kind of. Um, I tend to get emails from that and wanting me to. Uh, I get shit in the mail, dude. Do you really? Yeah, it's like um, it's against Amazon's terms of service, but they do it anyway. They'll like mail you like. Um, so I bought like something and it was from a third party on Amazon, which 99% of the shit is. And then they mailed me some random thing and they were like, this is free. Uh, please consider reviewing that. Like they wanted a review. Five star review. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, but it wasn't one of the things where they just mail you something and then they fill the review out, which is like also a scam they do. It's like yeah. they mailed it to me and then asked me in, in a letter for like a review and to buy more stuff from them. And it was very strange. Yeah, Amazon's cracking down on the they they do the review and they're trying to crack down on the um uh the, the what they call kind of paid reviews, right? Cuz they send you a thing and it's free and you write an awesome review about it because you know that if you do that they're going to keep sending you free shit. Yep. And that infuriates me because I one I I used to be very active uh on Amazon's uh like reviews. I used to write reviews and it was fun. Some of the comments I got from people about, you know, the reviews, because I, I tend to, uh, I like to think I'm relatively amusing and my writing has always been, I've tried to, to make people laugh with my writing. And so I did that, but I was very honest about my reviews. Right. And I also never reviewed anything until I had it for about two weeks, depending on the thing. Right. Because, you know, like I got towels one time and my review was like, they're towels. <laughs> you know, it was just like, yeah, they're towels. Buy yeah, they're they they they, yeah. they are towels. That, that <laughs> they is are sure. towels, indeed. Yeah, um, you know, silly shit like that. But I try to I try to wait a couple of weeks so that I could give like a a, a good review because something you'll see people get something it's new. They like the new thing. This is the nicest fucking coolest thing in the world. And then you know, a month later, it's falling apart. It's not working right. Whatever. But I actually stopped because the of all the bullshit reviews it was like well my review is getting lost in uh in in all of this d obvious bullshit yeah. you know and i fucking hate it because the reviews are i mean that was one of the cool things about buying online was you could read reviews of things and go oh okay you know but so you can I read do, a review like if you really care like you can go through the reviews and you can tell which ones are horseshit and which ones are real like I would agree with I would agree ones with that, that are like copy pasted and 
it's like, yeah, we get like it could have applied to anything on Amazon. It's like this is a great product, and I will continue <laughs> to use it for years. It performs exactly as described. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a couple of apps I've got them on my phone that that integrate into um, into the browser on on my phone, and I think one's called like Review Meta or something like that. And I can't fake spot maybe, mm-hmm. and that that's what they do. They use an algorithm to go through and find bullshit reviews. And that's what they look for words like that. And they look for, uh, they look for patterns and things. And then they give it an adjusted review by dropping all of that shit. Hell yeah. And I've, I've used that quite a bit. And then when I look at the negative reviews, what I look for is patterns, right? Cause you've always got that guy that's like, I fucking hate everything. Fuck this product too. But I was recently looking for a, a smoke detector. I wanted to put a smoke detector in my garage. I don't have one. And I've got the bike and the Jeep out there. And um, both are known to just burst into flames. And I don't care about the vehicle per se. I have insurance. Wait a, but- wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Let's, mm-hmm. let, let's, let's back the train up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I was going to buy a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Or anything that I'm going to be in for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And it has a reputation for just randomly catching on fire. I probably no, not those vehicles. Said not those vehicles in particular, but vehicles are known to burst into flames. Electrical issues, transmission fluid, shit like that. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. I don't mean that Harleys and Jeeps just you know, yeah, spontaneously it, combust. You, you, you made it sound like, you know, well, you know, I was just driving down the road one day or, you know, parked at a 7-Eleven would probably right? and it burst into flames. <laughs> because, you know, yeah, you, you can see it while you're operating it like a fuel line rupture or something like that. But if you park at a 7-Eleven, go inside, get a soda and you come back out and you've got your own four alarm fire on wheels, <laughs> I would suggest to you that there's probably some improper manufacturing there somewhere. Well, there typically is, right? I remember reading something about, um, I think it was Jeeps. One year, the Jeeps, they had an issue where the transmission, something about the fluid dripped on the exhaust. And then, of course, that fluid would, would combust. And there was a small chance that it could catch a harness on, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But it was just, uh, I was reading an article about somebody. It was like a Yukon or something. And it had an electrical issue. It's just a lot of, um, uh, a lot of, um, garages that I've seen have smoke detectors in them and we don't here for some reason. I don't know why. So I was going to buy one, but I wanted to buy one that was Wi-Fi uh, connected, you know, so it would tell me, Hey, dickhead, <laughs> you know, if I'm at work or something and Hey, dickhead, your garage is on fire. And all the ones that I found had great reviews. But then when I started going through the reviews, most of them were saying they don't work. They go off, but they don't notify you, you know? And that seemed to be, over and over and over, there was this, this pattern of people complaining about that. So when I see those patterns in the, in the negative reviews, I go, okay, there's something to this, right? If one or two people are like, it's bullshit, I hate it because it's fucking purple. I ordered the purple one and it came and it was purple. Um, some people are just fucking hateful. Well, we covered that at the beginning of the podcast. Um, it, I look for patterns. You know what I mean? Like... Um, Oh, the, the zippers on these go out or whatever. And some stuff you don't fucking care about. You're like, eh, whatever. That's not a big deal. Um, but the, uh, the, uh, 
idea that people are fucking making reviews bullshit just irritates me. Yeah, but like anything online, if it sits there long enough, it's going to get overrun by spam. That's the truth. It's just like... I see what you're saying. Like Amazon, you're going to end up with people gaming the system and spamming reviews. And if you make it harder to make reviews, people will just stop reviewing. Like the same thing with Twitch. Like there's people making like thousands of bot accounts a day to fucking bot different streamers and stuff. And like you can't really stop them from doing it because the harder you make it to make an account, the less accounts people are going to make. And the people are just going to kill Yeah, you're going to kill your service if you try to get rid of spam. Yeah, and I guess that it really goes back to what you said about um, people gaming the system, right? It boils that it boils back down to to people and and greed and money. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, Facebook's been in the news because that informant, that woman, came out and said, you know, look, I was on basically like this ethics committee type thing, and we discovered that our algorithm is bullshit and that it's it's unhealthy for people. Evil, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and, you know, and we knew about it and again, but the algorithm was making them a lot of goddamn money and they're not going to change that, you know, um, <clears throat> that happens dude. with any industry. It, it that's fucking, yeah. that's fucking like, Oculus quest shit. Piss me mm-hmm. off. Why is that? Piss me. You can buy the Oculus quest for like 300 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you need Facebook to use it. Mm hmm. Or you can buy an Oculus Quest that doesn't require Facebook for $800. <laughs> so you can pay for privacy. I Yeah, apparently so. You can pay for the privacy that you're supposed to have by default. Yeah, Which you're still not getting because they're still mining all of that fucking data in the background. Right. Anything that you do online on your phone, I don't care if you use VPNs and jump boxes and fake accounts and everything else that shit's being mined. It, it can all be tracked back if, if somebody works hard enough. Um, so, you know, use a little common sense. Um, and I'm not saying don't use shit like VPNs and, and anonymous accounts and stuff. I, I think it does help, right? It, it kind of helps the, 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 the dumb shit, right? You know what I mean? Like if somebody's, if somebody's dedicated to finding you or figuring out doxing you, they're gonna, yeah, that's just a fact. I was thinking the other day about, cause I've got, if you've never used Google alerts, Google alerts is actually pretty cool. You can set up phrases and words and things like that. And Google's just kind of always looking for that stuff. And when it finds it, it'll send you an email and say, Hey, you know, we found some information with this, with these keywords you were looking for. And it finds stuff on me all the time because I've got my photography website out there. Um, but I was thinking about, you know, the, the photography and uh, uh, this podcast. I mean, I'd be fucked <laughs> if somebody really wanted to. I couldn't hide from anyone or anything. And I'm not really trying to. Right. I think that's the difference is um, whatever, you know, um, what you see is what you get. I think with the three of us anyway, um, I don't think any of us are particularly hiding anything as far as our opinions and stuff. We don't go shoving them down people's throats. Um, but, you know, I haven't haven't figured out how to force people to listen to this podcast yet. Um, I'm still working on that. <laughs> you got to do a clockwork orange thing and pry their eyes open. <laughs> right. I'm still working on that. I, I have some ideas. Um, 
They involve a donkey, some leather, and LSD. But uh, <laughs> we can do it. We can make it happen. I think we can make this happen. Like force you to listen to our podcast. Welcome um, to the Bullshit Podcast. <laughs> Obey. <laughs> I, you know, it's uh, privacy is an illusion. It really is. Um, and I think there are some things that you don't. I mean, I don't. I don't talk about. Like my ex-wife, for instance, right? I've, I've heard podcasts and, and watched uh, uh, interviews and stuff where people bash on their exes and bash on former friends and things like that. And I don't do that because to me, that's a dick move, right? Talking about other people's personal life and talking about other people's, uh, you know, whatever, that's bullshit, right? That's, they don't, that's, that's why that's, I don't like Wendy Williams. <laughs> Oh, no, but yeah, I don't. Gonna... I don't know anybody that likes Wendy Williams, but she's still on. For she's some oddly reason. popular, right? Exactly. I don't like judging up other people's bullshit. Like I don't even mention other people's names on here. We've talked about our friends, you know, quote unquote, and we have a friend who this, and I know someone who listens to the podcast, and she said this. I don't even mention their names on here because no, again, that, that's their choice to exactly, like, or it should be their choice whether or not they want to be known. You know, exactly. And their their business is their business. You know. Um, Doug and I joke about, and I, we've mentioned on the podcast before, you know, the ex-wife jokes, of course I make ex-wife jokes, right? But it's for the joke. It it has nothing to actually do with my ex-wife, right? Um, she's living her life. She's happy. She's good. I'm fucking happy for her. I'm proud of her. The jokes are just there because anybody who knows me knows that I will go to great lengths to wrestle that fucking punchline in. (laughs) Oh yeah. Right. To me, it is an art form. It is, it's a, uh, um, it's a gift that I'm very proud of and I'm good at it and I like doing it. Right. Um, no, I can never be a stand up comedian or a sketch writer because the way my brain works, it has to be, uh, it's the thing that's happening in front of me right now. Like that's where my humor comes from. I see the thing, my brain goes to where it goes. I make the funny, I've always said that if I could if I couldn't either one, make money on smart ass comments or two, if I could get my brain to be as fast at anything else as it is with a smart ass fucking comeback that makes people laugh, I'd be a fucking millionaire, but I've yet to figure either of those out. Uh, you know, uh, ex-wife Joe, you know, it's, it's different when you're bagging on somebody, but you know, ex-wife jokes to me or, I should, I should just, you know, let's, let's lay this blanket out. Ex-spouse jokes. There you, you go. Know? I don't care if you're male, female, whatever. For me, that's also part of the healing process. You know, yeah, as, sure. as, as far as, you know, you're sitting there, your beer is warm and you get to say something like, yeah, Beer's getting hot. If my ex-wife was here, she could sit on it for me and cool that fucker right down. You you get to to say things like that. Right. It's part of the healing process. Right. And it it has nothing to do with the person. It doesn't mean that you have any ill feelings. It's the same with the little quips and sarcastic comebacks when I that I have with people. It's not aimed at the person. (laughs) You just said your ex-wife wasn't a person. No. She's not a person. She's not a person. She's <laughs> like, a thing. Yeah. I don't know what went wrong with us. I riff on her just like I riff on people. 
I fair enough. All right, slip <laughs> slip of the tongue on that one, right? The, no Freudian, no Freudian uh, necessary here. Um, I should say other people. Sorry, that's <laughs> funny how one word can make a big goddamn difference. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the same as riffing on other people. It, it's just um, I don't mean anything by it. If because what's funny is, and I tell people this all the time, and and I'm sure it's unhealthy and. The psychiatrists in the group would have all sorts of um, opinions on it, but if if I'm fucking with you like that, it's because I like you, and it's because we have a relationship where I assume you understand that it's just fun. People that I don't like, um, I try not to talk to. I try to avoid them, and when I have to have conversation with them, or when I have to uh, interact with them, it's it's short to the point. <laughs> You know, I try to make it real easy or real difficult to misunderstand anything I'm saying. Yeah. Um, it, it's, I'm kind of like a kid on a playground. You know, it's like the, the more I fuck with you, the more I like you. Um, yeah, there are people that I don't like. And then when I have to interface with them, they try to get me to do the things that I do with people that I like. like <laughs> they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm so dumb, right? I'm like, no, no, you're not. You're good. Right. <laughs> That's when I know, uh, you know, I've, I've seen some of these interactions and I know when Adam doesn't like somebody and it's because he's nice to them. And Adam's <laughs> really not nice to anybody. If he's well, too nice to you, he doesn't like you. That's I'm sorry, Adam. I'm sorry that I've revealed this to the world, but it's true. And I'm also the same way. Uh, and so is Doug. <laughs> yeah. If, if we don't that, like you, we are professional, we are quick, we are quiet, and we just get the job done. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir, you're fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no worries, man. <laughs> no worries, man. Yeah, that's my favorite. When I hear that, I'm like, oh, he doesn't like that guy. <laughs> it's even, you know, it's it, it's kind of a sport, especially when you can do that, stay insanely professional, and you can work in a backhanded compliment that's... <laughs> So accurate, it's creepy. You know what uh, I mean? Those, I do those good, are yeah. the best. Yeah, I do love a good backhanded compliment. Yeah, especially when they, they eat it up with a little spoon. Oh, it's yeah. Like, it's like, especially when you mean it as an insult and they wrap <laughs> themselves in it like a fucking warm blanket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we are terrible human beings. I mean, that's fine. So are horses. But what are you going to do? Horses are terrible human beings. No, I got it. It just wasn't funny. It's, just, <laughs> it was, it's humor, okay? It's a joke. You can't Ugh. take a joke. Can't take not a joke. Not when it's not funny, no. Not when it's not funny, exactly. Oh, I can take it, and I can put it right here in the fucking trash can where it belongs. Watch this. <laughs> fucking dick. Man, we haven't talked about our penises. We haven't talked about masturbation. Um, this has been almost a semi-serious podcast. I'm a little disappointed in you two. Well, I'm I disappointed was in you too. My penis the other day. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about that algorithm, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Uh, I did push uh, some episodes out on Twitter again. We we are terrible about um, promoting. I guess would be the word to use. Promoting this podcast, we've we've definitely got the field of dreams. Uh, mentality if we oh we're just it. gonna be famous just from doing it dude just from doing it you know just just do it and i by no means would i want to be famous because i'd let it go to my head and i'd be a complete prick 
Um, really, I'm going to lob that up, and neither one of you are going to take it. Fine. The difference I, is you I, have I, money. I'm just sitting here, Fine, and it just you both. hit me sideways, and I'm like, no, you don't I couldn't have think to of a funny way to say famous for that. I then mean, you would be a prick. I couldn't right, think of I, a funny way to do personally, it. Personally, I think all three of us are just kind of out of phase today. I just because we've all let we've all let a few of them slide. Like, it's autumn. My my favorite song by Volbeat kind of describes <laughs> how I feel counting all the assholes in the room, and I'm definitely not alone. <laughs> I'm not alone. No, you're not. We're all assholes here. I, you know, what are you going to do? It's uh, the seasons are changing. It's getting that that calm, weird fall, autumn. Um, it's awesome. I like it, except that I have always um, dealt with seasonal depression. Oh, um, me too. I'm sad, yeah. but it's awesome. <laughs> I, like I like the weather. I like the I like the the three four months out of the year. I get to be emo. Yeah, where my eyeliner? <laughs> Where's my eyeliner, Mom? Mom, it's not a phase. <laughs> this is who I am, man. This is who I am. I was playing a game the other day, and I told I was joking around with our team, and I was like, "Hang on, guys, my mom needs me to go eat dinner. I'll be right back." <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should try that. And he was like. Your mom, bro, you sound 30. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, and? I kind of am 30. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you don't live in your mom's basement, so you still got some room. You still got some time, buddy. Still mom got doesn't have time. a basement. We've been through this. <laughs> it's a crawl space. Well, then life could be worse, you know? <laughs> if you want to live in your mom's your, crawl space. If you want to excuse yourself from any situation... Make a disgusting excuse and then just walk away. Um, you know, something like, uh, I, th- I think I have an ingrown hair on my rectum. I need to go take care of that. I got I'll a boil on my ass. I need to go bust. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that, anything. That damn boil's leaking again. Of this, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh shit, my herpes is acting up. I think my dick's leaking. I'll see y'all later. You know, just walk away. Your dick, dick that doesn't make your dick leak. <laughs> yeah but you don't have to explain that they won't call you on it they'll just be sitting there going did he actually fucking say that and you just walk away adam would adam be like um it doesn't make your uh, herpes does not mind. make your dick leak that would be terrible <laughs> there was That'd this one viral thing going around years ago where yeah, someone herpes. said <laughs> God damn it. or someone was like can you believe that this McDonald's employee jizzed on a on a McChicken and gave someone herpes? And I was like, no, I can't believe that because that's not how herpes spreads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's like I remember, you know, toilet hearing about toilet seats. Yeah. And um, you know I've, what the fucking toilet seat thing was? Was fucking gross old men cheating on their wives and then making some shit up, and somehow it got really, really popular. Oh, yeah, I must have picked it up from a toilet seat. I probably got it from that fucking toilet seat. Like, oh, the babysitter got pregnant from a toilet seat. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you know. toilet seat. It did everything. It did yeah. goddamn. Ban toilet seats. Stop toilet seats <laughs> Just now. stand up. Use a shiwi. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. Jesus. <laughs> I was watching an interview. It was, um, God, who, what, what was her name? She's a really popular actress, an older, older woman. And she was talking about being at, some music festival 
and tried to use a shiwi and was talking about how basically just piss all over yourself and save the time and money. Um, oh and yeah, I've was, heard they're pretty terrible. I was like, what the fuck is a shiwi? And then I was like, it's just a funnel, dude. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I mean, I get it. I do, but I know plenty of women and I've gone camping with them and jeeping with them and they just squat and piss. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty kind of a useless simple. invention. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, we as animals were designed to, you know, get rid of our waste without the use of, uh, utensils. Well, they say <laughs> the on the sciences. seventh day, God rested, but really that's when he created the toilet. <laughs> He's like, oh, I need to take a nap. Oh, oh, oh crap. Hold on. Uh, poof. There you go. There you yeah, go. Toilet. It. Yeah. Good. Good. Hit that handle on the back. <laughs> Hit that handle. No, upper decker. No, God damn it. No, no. That's uh, that's actually why we got kicked out of the garden. Eve yeah, they, the they made it about decker. apples or something, but it was yeah, really it was... someone laid a double decker in the top of the <laughs> communal toilet. <laughs> oh, my God. If we weren't going to hell before, we certainly are now. And apparently there's going to be either lots of toilets there or no toilets there. Really I feel like depends. there would be no toilets. That'd be my guess. Yeah. So what do you think, Doug? I don't think shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for a long time and trust me, most of what you think is shit. So I'm just going to put that out there. Eh, I'm a <laughs> shithead. Fuck it. You've been very, you've been awfully quiet today, Doug. Well, you okay, Doug. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, have a we all have something to tell you, man. It's not your fault, Doug. This is the intervention. It's not your fault. <laughs> You've got to give up big boob Asian porn. It's not oh, good yeah. for you anymore. Doug, your no. waifu pillow is making the other house guests uncomfortable. <laughs> your waifu pillow and your uh, large it stinks. It smells like Cheetos, pad. Doug. Your waifu <laughs> pillow smells like Cheetos and it has an orange tinge to it. At least, oh, at least ah, wash it. Ah, ah, <laughs> ah. That actually made me a little queasy, like a little, I don't know, uncomfortable. Like just very quickly and very short. Just ah. So I don't know why. That was weird. That's definitely one of those things. I, again, I try not to judge people and their kinks and their fucking weird whatevers, right? I really don't. I don't care. But there are certain things that people do that I just go. All right. And is just wrapped up in how the fuck they got there. You know, as far as like. It filled a need, man. uh, And, you know, I I get it. But when you see, you know, and I'm not saying that this stuff is disturbing. It's just kind of like it's I just don't get it. It's like a joke that went over my head or something. Right. Right. You know, it's. especially when you got people like sitting on cakes or stepping on fruit and, 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 it, and, and it's like, okay, how did we get from a sexual act to stepping on fruit while you're in the high heels and shit? I just don't. So most I, of the time what happens trail, is that path. Most of the time what happens is the kid was trying to jerk off when he was a kid and um it was like fuzzy it was kind of coming in on the tv but not quite enough and then someone like jiggled the antenna on top of the house like and then like a dull commercial came on while he was nutting (laughs) and it just imprinted and he was like fuck (laughs) 
This is okay. my life now. That's hey, I've heard that happen a couple times. And now I have a fetish for uh, dull bananas. Yeah, the rabbit ears got knocked over. I was jerking off, and dull commercials started coming in. This uh, this podcast brought to you by Dole Bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Come to you live. No. Uh, you know, I don't know. And but the thing is, is I think any any fetish, um, there are things that I consider kind of commonplace or even um, necessary for my sex life. There are things that I'm I'm going to suggest and things that I want to do that I think are pretty vanilla um, that other people find wretched and disgusting. And I guess that's where my, where, when I realized that just because I don't understand something doesn't mean that it doesn't turn somebody else on or, or whatever. I'm but sure is, there's somebody out there looking to be dressed up as captain Jack Sparrow while you pump them. I mean, absolutely. And, and let all of the metal fucking bracelets jingle. While you fuck I, hey, I'm down. I mean, you know, that's, <laughs> That wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, no way. Fuck. All right. Um, you know, whatever. You're digging um, for booty. Hard matey. I got a plank. You can walk. It's oh just, yeah. That chest has got treasure in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As long as they don't dress as, uh, the, the guy with the squid face, the, um, Davy Jones. No. Was it Davy Jones? No. Yeah, I think I that think was so. him. I've yeah, never seen yeah. any of them, but I think, yeah. I think no, they're that's good right. movies. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, that's kind of when I realized that you know it, it as long as you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a fuck, right? And just like the waifu pillows and the neck beard thing, you can go back into their psychology and you can probably pinpoint and find the the, the place where, like I said, it fills a need. Something there was a hole there, and this filled it, right? Yeah, but once you figure it out, where are you? Nowhere. Like, it doesn't change anything once you figure out where it came from. Like, nope, not really. Unless, I mean, it can. If it's something you want to change, I think you know, alcoholism, drug addiction, things like that. You know, yeah, all of that. I remember Russell Brand had uh, he made a comment about there really are no gateway drugs. It's trauma. Trauma is the gateway drug. There's some trauma in a person's life that that turned them typically to drugs and alcohol as a means to self-medicate. And I agree with that very much. So I agree with that, but um, you can get to the, to the root of that trauma and maybe figure it out and then help yourself, you know, get into a better place. Yeah. If it's Um, something that's harming you. Sure. But right. Is it, is it really hurting you or, and honestly, man, and I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of funny about this that I don't give a fuck if you kind of harm yourself. Like if you want to do drugs, and you no, don't want to get not, better. Yeah. That's your business. You know, if you want help, have the come right talk to, to me. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I agree. Cause I you think know? like laws were created to keep you from harming each other. Like that was the number one reason that laws in general were created. And right. it's weird how, how much we've gone to keeping us from harming ourselves. Right. And I don't, I, I think you not have really a right. anyone's job. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You have a right to harm yourself. If you want to do <clears> drugs and, fuck prostitutes and and that's you then do it well you're hurting your friends and your family ah, are you are you though are you, are you really or are you just making them embarrassed right you're, you're making them uncomfortable <laughs> because it's sure. not like you, you shove know. it in grandma's ass before you put it in you know the lady that you paid to do that particular act or vice versa right hopefully not 
Hopefully not. Depends on if you're from West Virginia or not, or Alabama, so, um, <laughs> Mississippi, Florida, Ohio, Georgia. Yeah, probably some parts of Ohio too. If I had to think about it, it's hugging um, West Virginia. So <laughs> it's hugging West Virginia. That's not a hug. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't want people to hurt themselves, but and I and I want everyone that that I that I know that to know that I'm here. If you need help, if there is something, if you are hurting yourself and you can't stop and you need help, come talk to me. I will help you, right? I'll do whatever I can. As long as I see you putting forth effort, I'm, I'm accountability is a, is a big thing for me, man. And you can't say, oh, I hate that I'm strung out on drugs or I'm an alcoholic, but I'm not going to do jack shit about it. Help me. <sighs> I have a hard time with that. <laughs> you know, if you're trying and you're just failing, I get that, man. You know, like I said, I've got issues with anxiety and anger and depression and, and I, I deal with it all the time, but I have to deal with it. Nobody else can, you know, well, there's a difference s- between not liking something and doing something about it because somebody oh, could yeah. potentially have an issue and say, I don't like this. Just yeah. like, you know, I really hate the fact that my ADD is so bad that you know, uh, uh, th- things appearing and disappearing is goddamn magic. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'll be talked, looking for we've it. We've had this conversation. Yeah. See, Both I, of us. I really hate that. It's inconvenient. There's not really a lot that I can do about it except fight it with habits of, of, of certain kinds. Right. But when my mind is on autopilot, those right. habits are out the window because my mind does whatever it does while it's actually thinking about something else. And it's, you know, to me that, um, I had a psychiatrist ask me one time, he said, Dan, what do you think? Cause I have OCD. I've been diagnosed with OCD, ADD and a fucking plethora of other things. A lot of acronyms. A lot of goddamn acronyms. Alphabet soup, Dan over here. Dude, it gets old. But he made me realize that all of it is related and it's all kind of on a spectrum. And when he did that, it, it it was like, you know, the, the lights went on and I'm like, shit, he's right. They drive each other. And he asked me, he said, which one feeds which one? He said, what chicken and the egg, right? Does the ADD feed the OCD? Does the OCD feed the ADD? And I sat there, dude, he broke me. <laughs> like I just sat there and stared at him for a second and he started laughing. He goes, yeah, that's what I thought. He said, I want you to think about that. And, you know, Doug said the, the whole thing about, uh, shit going off the rails. Well, my brain does that. I made a joke the other day about cleaning when you have ADD is a fucking nightmare, right? Because like I walked in and the washer is just open and I'm staring at the washing machine going, what the, oh yeah, fuck. I was doing laundry. (laughs) I have have literally thought that I've been fucking burgled (laughs) because like I'll do something, walk away for two minutes maybe and come back. I'm like, what the wait, why the I fuck's think, the front door open? Yeah, I was like, I think I did this. I think. Oh yeah, I went to check the mail. Yeah, and then and then I got sidetracked, and then I went to my car, and then I went upstairs, and then I, and that's ADD in a nutshell, man. You you just your brain sees something and goes, ooh, you know, all the jokes about ADD and the ooh squirrel and shit like that. They're funny. I find them funny, and I have ADD, but it's not that cut and dry. It's it's a lot more subtle than that. I think. And for me, the ADD definitely drives the OCD because I, I'm one of these every, a place for everything and everything in its place. And the reason I do that is because if I don't, I will lose everything. <laughs> like, 
like the keys have to go here when I come in and the wallet has to go here and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You're like, um, looking out for future Dan. <laughs> exactly. Future I, Dan. I do the same thing. I'm like, future Dan's going to have a this, bad time. I'm going to be panicking for 20 minutes trying to find all this shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, sir. My, my work badge has to go in the same spot. And, and so the ADD has created some of the OCD. And again, right. it, it, it really fucking, uh, opened my, my eyes when he said that. And, um, so again, going back to what we were talking about, about, you know, recognizing that hole that's being filled, sometimes it's good to know what's causing the issue and, and what you can do about it, you know? And I know Doug does the same thing. Um, Doug's real big on uh, setting calendar reminders on his phone, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just started doing that this year and it's been a game changer. I need yeah, it's great. to do it more. I need to do it more. Like I'm, I'm every time there's something to do, I put it on the calendar. Yeah. And I need to start doing that because I'm, I'm really bad about, Oh fuck. You know? <laughs> so well, it's like, if it's a big thing, you know, like a special event or whatever else, because I tend to get caught up in the day to day or the minute. And, mm-hmm. uh, there, like, if it's a real big event, um, I'll have it remind me a week before. <laughs> yep as well as like the day before or two days before. So I don't think, Oh yeah, I'll get up and go do this thing. And then that thing. And then the other thing. And then, Oh fuck, I forgot about that. You know, it's, yep. there yep. is a lot of self hatred with that shit. And that that's, you know, that, that feeds into OCD and the whole mm-hmm. nine yards because it's like when you have keys or something else that, you know, you had in your hand, and then you mm-hmm. went to go do something else. And now you have no idea where those keys are because your <laughs> mind was on autopilot. Yeah. Not only are you mad because you can't find the keys more than anything, you're mad at yourself. You're, yeah. you're like internally, you're cursing the day that you were fucking born. And, you know, people say, oh, I, I lose my keys too. That's, that's not ADD. Because I have, even my parents told me when I was diagnosed, ADD doesn't exist. I'm like, wow, fuck you. I mean, fuck my parents for a lot of reasons, but that too. Um, it does exist. <laughs> Maybe if I'd have been diagnosed 30 fucking years ago, I could have dealt with it differently. It's not about losing your keys. It's about losing fucking everything, doing that all the goddamn time. And if you say to yourself, well, I do that all the time, you might have ADD, dick. You might want to go get that checked. <laughs> Big and, whoop, I do that all the time. Sometimes... Five thousand time that it the five thousandth time that it happens, it's it, it's like you don't lose your shit, you know, the first time, the second time, the third time. When you're sitting there and you've done this same thing five thousand times before, and now you're looking for something dumb, yeah, like that this battery that you just had that you bought in your hand. to go. In yeah. f- in this thing, you paid money specifically for that. You had to go somewhere to get it. You started doing something else, and now you have no fucking idea where it is. <laughs> and now you're sitting here, well, I wasted all of this time by going to get this thing that I needed for this stuff. Now I can't find it. I may have to fucking go get another one if I can't yep. find it. I hate my fucking life, blah, blah, blah. And you're just ready to shoot somebody in the face. Yeah, if you routinely find your remote control in the refrigerator, you you might have ADD. I'm just saying. Um, and knowing that you have ADD sometimes 
is, is enough. Just knowing that you have it so that you can be a little more introspective about how you approach things can really make a huge fucking difference. And, um, funny fact, all three of us remind each other about this podcast, right? This is a podcast that we do every other fucking week. And sometimes we still forget, oh shit, it's podcast yep. day. Wait, 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 today? Fuck. Today? Adam, are you awake? Oh, I stayed up playing video games. What's well, podcast day? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, I've done it. I've just like left. Hey man, you're going to, you're going to get on the podcast. Oh fuck. That's today. Well, turn it, turn around. Hang on. <laughs> I'll be there in a minute. So, <laughs> and then where would you guys be? You wouldn't get to hear our beautiful voices.